Welcome Shut the fuck up, Craig. Go- Welcome Ow. to Ghost of Gaming Future. Rude. The the podcast where we talk about our video game ideas, whether they from be from be be from existing franchises or from our own crazy brains. I am your ghost, Riley. And with me today are my co-ghosts, Jason and Lucio. How are you guys doing? Mediocre. Uh, I'm doing all right. That's kind of weak, Bert. Sorry. <laughs> that was a weak burp. I'm sorry. That's that's how you apologize for a burp on a podcast. It like, is. That was it weak. really is. I'm sorry. That was weak. I'm sorry. That wasn't strong. I, I can't be interrupting with shit like that. I've got I've got to do the good stuff. <laughs> You've got to interrupt bigger. Bottom tech. So. What? So this is episode. This is episode three of the weekly podcast. We started in August. <laughs> awesome. So we're all wonderful at hitting timelines. Yes, I mean Lucio, you weren't on it when we first started. That that, that was our excuse between episode one and two is that we lost a co-host, but we don't have an excuse issues. for between two and three. And yet we continue to have scheduling issues. Yeah. Well, at least they're, like, more manageable scheduling issues. Joey just, like, could not do anything ever. <laughs> yeah. And at least have... my schedule's always regular. Never. You don't have a schedule. Right. You don't have any free Jason, time. Jason, you just need to do what I do and not do your homework. That would make all your Wednesday nights free. Excuse me, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, Give but I actually care about my for grades. The podcast. Oh, what? This is the ghost of gaming future. Give up school for the podcast. <laughs> no. Okay, so this is episode three. Episode one, I shared my idea. Episode two, Jason shared his idea. Now it's episode three, which means it's Ideas Lucio better time. Than yours. Lucio, Lucio, Lucio. Okay. All right. So, SR Lucio. I think that's how you introduced yourself in the first podcast we were in together. It was. It was. It was that fucking podcast. Okay. So that we get don't get on a <laughs> sidetrack about that shit. Uh, <laughs> I actually have to talk to you to so- talk to you about something pertaining to that later. Oh, now I know what podcast it is. Yeah, Jason, of course you do. There's only two podcasts I've been on with Lucio, counting this one. Oh, really? Soon to be three. Awesome. Neat. Okay. Okay. So, Lucio. So, before I straight up mention it, do you guys want to make any guesses or have any uh, anything to say first? You want us to guess your game idea? Yeah, see, see if you can, like, guess a genre. Because I've got a few. Okay. I have a particular okay. one I'd probably rather talk about more. But if you guess the genre, I'll talk about that one. If you say a different one first, I'll talk about that. Okay. okay. RPG. Just hopefully not a Pokemon game. No, absolutely not. RPG. Okay, yeah, it's a non-turn-based RPG, a live-action RPG. Not a large, not, not yeah. an actual live action RPG. You know what I mean? <laughs> J-R- J-R-P-G. Yeah, no, not a JRPG either. 
Oh. Not necessarily, at least. Kind of like a, like a For Honor with, with story kind of deal. Oh. It's a PlayStation VR game, but the secret is that they somehow, without you knowing, take you to an actual LARP session. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the basic gist of the idea. Man, this game is realistic. So, I will start with controls. Okay, so as you guys know, you have two hands. And two hands okay, is wow. what it takes to hold a weapon that requires two hands to hold. And Whoa. most gaming controllers have two sticks. And have I triggers. My phone going on. Jason, what the fuck? I'm playing, a, I'm playing a mobile game as we do this. Are you playing Why? fucking Color Switch or what, what the fuck ever that game is? Are you yeah. playing Love Live School <laughs> Idol Festival? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> playing color switch. Are you playing fucking color switch, Jason? Oh, look at yeah. that sits in a okay, anyway, okay, so tell anyway. us more. Tell okay. us more about the amount of hand. Okay, so um the way the controls for this game will work are you will lock onto an opponent and that will change your control scheme from a generic RPG. <laughs> to uh, a, a, a specific control scheme meant for combat. So how it's going to work is the right trigger will raise your arms, left trigger will lower them, right stick will control the position of the right hand, and the left stick will control the position of the left hand. Is and, it Octodad? Uh, yeah. I already figured out how it'll work programming-wise. I even made the uh, values and everything for it. Is I it just a have to, to arms? Yeah, actually make a game. You what? know, I have to give you credit, Lucio. Your amount of detail is immeasurable. I don't think either of us talked about the hand mechanics in our games. Yeah, is it uh, a it's, to it's, arms? it's the mechanic I came up with first. I, I kind of... So when I make games, when I make... Oh, I'm game. sorry. Oh, you better be. Can you hear this? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fucking better be. That's my ringtone. Hold on. Christ, man. Sorry, I didn't sound like okay, phone so, and my phone um, I like the uh, I like the method that Nintendo tends to use for their game design. Make it fun to control and fun to play and then figure out the story and shit. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Lucio. So, what? Lucio, uh, what's the name of the game? I have not named it yet, so generic medieval oh, game you give number me crap for not naming my game yet. Filthy <laughs> 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 hypocrite. I'm not. It's, I'm just doing what's funny. Lucio, you, you have to name the game on the spot right now. You have ten seconds. One. Two. Mm, three. One. Four. Five. Six, seven. You skipped. Oh, I probably just cut out. Eight. Grinder's journey. There nine. you go. Grinder's journey. Grinder's <laughs> journey. Got it. All right. I'll make that into a title somehow. Yes, there is an E in there. If you do not put in the E, I will find you. Then I will string <laughs> you up by your own fucking toe tendons. How about you just send me how to spell it, like, through DMs? You know, like, G-R-I-N-D-E-R. -E you don't know how to spell the word grinder, Jason? 
I know how, but like, what if he like spelled it weird? I didn't. I spent. I spelled it like you know, like a, like a literal grinder. Not like a grinder account, but like just a grinder. <laughs> I have an. I have a voicemail from somebody who's anonymous on my talkatone. Oh, oh God. wow! Spooky, scary story <laughs> alert. I'm very. I'm very concerned. R slash spooky. Okay, so the uh, motions of the hands will build up momentum in the tip. And the momentum into the tip versus the area you're impacting and the angle you're coming at it from will be what decides the <laughs> amount of damage that gets done, if any. So that's the way the game basically works. And of course, you can intercept enemies' weapons by, by using the right combination of triggers and sticks for whatever direction the attack is coming from. So is so it's basically can, like a fist fighting game. No, well, I mean, it could probably could have fist fighting yeah, mechanics in it, yeah. really um, but it's mostly going to be weapon mechanics. For example, oh, so you'll like be able to do things like weapons. Okay, I get it. Yeah, basically. So you can like probably, I would probably do something like you can use the left click and right click of the thumbsticks to unattach your hand from the weapon. So you could do something like a down? false stab, for example, like. Uh, you release so your forward hand and lunge mm -hmm. forward with your left hand, uh, giving you, know, you a little bit of extra reach for a second. Something... Like so it's Sorry basically arms plus Octodad and the throwing mechanic from Breath of the Wild. Uh, kinda? I mean, not quite like arms, because arms is just basically really long boxing. Yeah. That's okay, all so arms real really is at the end of the day, like game design wise. It's just really long boxing. You're boxing <laughs> yeah. each other from real across quick. the That's arms. Fun, though. Something, something I want to introduce to the show that I realized I haven't fun. done the first two episodes is a very basic video game thing that I should have been doing. So we'll ask Lucio and maybe we'll go back and rate our other games. But Lucio, what, what is the ESRB rating of this title? Uh, depending on how the uh, writing itself would go, it would have to be a minimum of teen, but it could probably be bumped all the way up to mature. No, uh, no, no AC-17, though. Not that much. Not that bad. No, probably not. I probably wouldn't put, like, full-blown hyper-murder in there, and I probably wouldn't put porn in there. Because, you know, I like my games to sell if I were to make a game. I want next game I'm talking about. I'm thinking of a game concept with the title "Full Full Hyper Murder." Do it, bro. Or you could just name it's it just "Hatred." It's basically the same game. Also, by the way, my game will definitely like be rated like E10 and up or E. That was the you mean the Broken Fates game? Yeah. Yeah. I think he does. You talking about Broken Fates, Jason? Yes. Did you not hear me? And I can now. Can now. Okay. I guess I cut out for a second. Okay, yeah. Were you talking about Broken Fates? Yeah. Okay, so E or E10. Actually, I feel like yours would probably be teen, too, because I feel like there'd be slightly more mature aspects to this RPG that you built. <laughs> okay, then. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to run your game, but it just sounded a bit more mature. Stop telling him how to run his game. 
Yeah, dude. Fine, whatever. I'd say most gets- Smash Bros. games, at least Brawl, was rated T. So I'd say that Duel would probably be rated T. Brawl was rated T? Holy shit. Yeah, you didn't yeah, know Brawl that? Was rated- that was the edgy era of I video legitimately games. did not know that. Wait, I bet you I swear to a million dollars that Lucio has not listened to Ghost of Gaming Future episode one. I, be- I bet you I that, he pr- that like he's such like I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. In episode one, I talked <laughs> about my game, which was a a, a a Nintendo 2D fighter that has the Smash Bros. title, just because that's what they would call a fighting. It's like game. a traditional fighting game, though. So yeah, it's like funny. a traditional fighting game. It was called Super Smash Bros. Uh, so like stamina and include all the good characters. Sickly. Basically, it's it's. I'd say Mortal the closest Kombat games Nintendo like, skins are like are like Mortal Kombat, Dragon Ball Fighters, that kind of game. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, more like a Tekken over a Street Fighter, or are, are those games different? I feel like those games are pretty much the same. Tekken is a two point five D. There is a third dimension to to move around in. Street Fighter is not. 2.5D, so like Tekken, Dragon Ball Fighters, there's definitely 3D graphics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, anyway, continue Continue with your game. Um, So, um, the main theme of the game is going to be centered around death. That's why it's very iffy whether it's going to be between teen and mature, because I wanted to handle a lot of mature themes to help people cope with death is the kind of thing I would be into with that because I feel like it would reach to a real dark souls kind of audience with the amount of like super tight mechanics it would have to have to be good. Uh So I think like a dark souls kind of audience would do really well. Lucio. Yeah. Will this be taking place like modern day or will it be like a Zelda, like medieval? It'll be uh, right just barely before the dawn of the firearm where you by the end of the game you see the first firearms being used and okay, you eventually so like, get to use one firearm in the game so like 1600 yeah yeah so yeah roughly like 1500s yeah. 1600s kind of that okay so the 17th right, century. right as firearms are starting to make their comeuppance you know your game takes place in 1364. Maybe not that early. I was more thinking like the uh, like before they were super common. Before they were starting to get common. Okay, not, the first like, like, uh, was in 1364, though. I know. I I, I kind of misspoke when I said that. I meant more like the dawn of firearms as common battlefield weapons, and they got as popular. opposed to like. Like, we're not talking, like, fucking, what, what is it, uh, Princess Mononoke kind of age. We're talking, like, Assassin's Creed 2 kind of level, like, a Renaissance time. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 so, like, okay. I feel like that's when the greatest diversity of, ha- of both handheld and firearm weapons is going to be. And I want the end game to have firearms be somewhat common. Okay. They're also obviously because it's early firearms, they're going to be very unreliable. They're going to be dangerous, and you're only going to get one shot generally. Maybe two if it's a double barreled gun. Like, I'm trying to think of what early guns were, if we'd even know what early guns were. Weren't muskets fairly um, early guns? 
Muskets yeah. are somewhat early, but they're a lot later than what I'm thinking of. By about 200 years, 200 to 250 years until the muskets invented. Um, uh, we're thinking more. Have you played Assassin's Creed 2? I, I haven't played, played any of like, like a let's play. Okay, okay. So Ezio has like this little gun attached to his hidden blade by, by the end game. So uh, it's kind of like that. It's just like a single shot. A, a, a bullet and some powder behind it. They have to hand ream in that kind of shit. Okay. And no, like you will not have to use the fucking stick. hand control mechanics to reload the gun. You won't have to like fucking actually like pound the left stick towards the right stick over and over again for like three minutes straight. You'll never have to do Surging anything like simulate. that. Like I would probably oh, just boy. have reload be like push both thumbsticks towards the their bottom outside corners and then the bottom inside corners and there you go you're reloaded and then otherwise other, other than like the the stick controls and the trigger controls but well, the well, uh, bumpers well, are going to be how you move left and right and a b x y or whatever other buttons are on your particular fucking console or whatever um those buttons will be used for uh unlocking locking onto the opponent uh, physically moving around the arena in special ways like quick back steps or side steps. Backstabs. Backsteps yeah. back with an E. No, no, oh, no. Okay. Backsteps with an E. Not, okay. not stab. I'm about to make a link to Xenoblade. Fucking Xenoblade. Can, can you backwards long jump in this game? Just for the shits and giggles of it, I kind of want there to be exactly one section where you can do that. And I just want to, like, stick that in all my games. Just, like, have a staircase somewhere in the, the game. The Only one that you can BLJ up. And if you do, you get, like, a secret weapon or something. Like, that's the only way to get the, uh, the fucking get. sling. Yeah. You can get, you, you can get other, uh, fucking handheld weapons or, like, long-range weapons, like the bow and the sling and shit like that. So, okay. Um, so, let's see. I've covered gameplay and the kind of general content for the story. What oh, else is there? Yeah. Um, Can you, I just want to ask more context on the story. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm very curious, too. I don't know if we know much yet. Okay, so the story like, is actually the um, very, very in-depth. I've been writing it for quite a while. You play a person who is a partial psychopath. Okay. And your job as this person is to cope with the fears you do have, the few fears you do have as a psychopath. Okay. Mm. Fears and like your job is to get to the end of the game without being killed for being a psychopath. And uh, aside from that, it's all just going to be like open kind of world, sort of like um, fable kind of deal. Okay. Like if Quick fable question. had good con combat and uh, voice if acting and graphics. Fable had good combat or roast. Okay, so depending on how you play the game, depending on how many points you have towards either direction, um, the final boss is yourself. Depending on Whoa. which version it is, how, what, where your, uh, where the world sees you, um, your character 
dies or has a near-death experience and has to fight himself. And uh, depending on who wins, the game ends regardless, whether you win or not. You don't get to try the boss fight again. You have to start the game over if you die. So, like, it's going to be like that weird section in Batman Arkham Knight, but better. Yeah, it's gonna I suppose, be like yeah. Challenge. It's kind. It's kind of. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of got rogue, some roguelike stuff about it. Mm-hmm. And another thing I was thinking of doing is for the setting. I was thinking of making it in the anime made for Made in Abyss. Wait, what? Have you guys ever watched the anime Made in Abyss? I know what it's about. I have not seen it. I do not have a way of watching it. The Abyss I've is never the setting. Heard of Maiden Abyss. So the Abyss is the setting? The setting is the Abyss from Maiden Abyss, essentially. That's what so, it ends up being. At the, the end of it. So the two, the game and the anime are connected. Dang, Lucio, you kind of tricked us for a minute. We thought this was going to be the first game completely original, not from an existing franchise. But here I we mean, are. it's not <laughs> actually connected directly to it, no. Uh, it does okay, use a so similar for- concept too. You have to descend these uh, into this cave. You have to go down. Oh, hold on, hold on. is this and place you come real up, you have or to come is it like slowly. all in the psychopath's mind? Um, that's open to interpretation. There's a lot of ambiguity towards the sections that are real, which there are going to be confirmed real sections, and there are going to be confirmed hallucination sections. Okay, Both of so which gonna, will still be completely deadly. So it's going to be like a whole you get to decide if it's this way or not situation. So your like, your uh, social interactions so are going to depend on your actions in the hallucination segments. If you like get persona? killed in the dream, I was about to say, if you get killed in the dream segment, do you just have a heart attack? Uh, no, the character gets killed by one of the monsters in the abyss if that happens. If he dies in a dream sequence? Yes. he. It's not a dream. It's a hallucination. But the hallucinations can interact with you in, in lethal ways. They're definitely uh, not dreams. They are you hallucinating a, a demonic enemy that nobody else can see. Kind of like the way they portrayed the demon world in the new Devil May... Not the Devil May Cry 5, but in the DMC reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay I get it. No. So you'll be descending the abyss, kind of going down. It's kind of roguelike in that way. Um, where you die, you leave your loot there, and you you can find your old body as your new character. Minecraft. But the one thing that they all know <laughs> roguelike. Right, Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Oh you Minecraft. fucking children, I swear to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Lucio, new notch, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> He'll start yeah, getting on the for no reason. Okay, so what else about the game? Um, so you guys will be fighting other people, both real and hallucinations, and monsters, both real and hallucinations. <laughs> and at certain times, things are going to happen that are going to freak your character the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To the point where, like, the hallucinations will... God, this thing really does take a lot of individual mechanics from different games now that I think about it. 
So there's a, uh, you know how, have you played Bloodborne? Now that I think about it, I'm ripping off a bunch of games in tandem. Exactly. Well, I'm ripping off like one, one mechanic from each of these games and throwing all these ones together. Kind Wait, of, uh, that have uh, never been I mean, joined together before. It's not like every them. video game. It really is at the end of the day. You know what they say? Uh, there's no new original ideas, just the new original combinations of used ideas. Hey, Lucio. Yeah, every idea has been had. Every other idea now is just combinations of those ideas. Lucio. Yeah, really. I mean, it's kind of hard to get past that point at some point, you know? Anyway, um, any questions about it, by the way? Yes, I have a question. Um, will there be, like, a panic meter or, like, an insanity meter? That like yeah, there's kind of going to be a bloodborne kind of. There's going to be a self awareness meter, and it's going to basically mean this is the number of things your character is currently able to pay attention to, and if that number hits zero, your character enters a state of ego death, where he exclusively has to fight a hallucination in order to come back out. And if you lose, you die. Like yes. Okay. If you lose the fight in ego death, your character remains in ego death and basically becomes comatose. And their body can be recovered, but never revived. Um, maybe if you get to them while they're still comatose, before an animal gets to them, as the next character you play as in a roguelike, maybe? Oh. Actually, I also have another question. Yeah. Uh, I intend this to be a question for each episode, because, like, will there be, like, a multiplayer function to the game? Like, and if so, oh, is it going to be local or online? Uh, mixture of both. It can be local if you want it to be. Um, but it's mostly going to be online, because it's going to be hard to do the mechanics in person. Um, with that kind of deal, you kind of need two screens. Um, but I could probably figure out a way yeah. to do it. Split screening would probably have to be done. Okay. Also, um, uh, okay. But also, like, you know, like is it games, going to be an MMO games. where there has to be online play? Oh, no, no, no. Not, not, not okay. at all. It can all be done Good, locally so on local storage. Game. No. It's gotta have all the no compromises mechanics. Or not mechanics. No compromises features. It's going to have fully interactable menus that let you fucking actually change your resolution and shit like that. It's going to let you toggle on and off whether you're fighting other people. One of my ideas was have the hallucinations be fighting other people. Oh. Kind of Dark Souls. Dark Souls or Bloodborne sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then that way, it doesn't get forced on you. It only happens if your character's self-awareness meter drops completely. Okay. And you're not going to actually have... know what any of the numbers are. There's not going to be any form of heads-up display other than um, a little circle in the bottom right-hand corner that's going to have two other circles in it um, was, that look was... like a figure-eight inside of a circle. And when you move the sticks, it'll tell you where the... Uh, Game thinks you're holding the stick. So that you can okay. control everything. So it's not going to be like SCP and your sanity bar is... You can't see it. So if it goes down all the way, you just sort of die and you don't know why. Yeah, no, it's not going to be that. Okay. And and you're going to have... see little things like your character is... Re- like a little like 
text box or not not even a box just like some wispy text will show up on the screen and like the corner is something that says your your character or, or you know mc coon <laughs> is worried uh because he can't pay attention to his own breathing right now okay also um one last question what like systems consoles will it be for um i would imagine it would be available for anything I can, I'm I'm struggling, however, to figure out how the mechanics would work on mouse and keyboard. So it might be a controller game. Play this game, game on a, on my uh, on my PS2. <laughs> yeah, you probably could play it on, on on honestly. You could play it on a DualShock controller of any kind. I mean, I mean, it is the best console, best selling console. So like, uh-huh. now if you is a- retro make, make it. This game- like people have done with NES games. If you actually, if you actually make this game and there's no PS2 port, I'm going to be upset with you. Oh, <laughs> 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 let's see what I can do no, then. Also, I'll also try to get it on the fucking smart fridge. I'll get it on the smart fridge too. The fucking Sony smart fridge. <laughs> <laughs> smart fridge. <laughs> Every console. I'll, I'll Yo, make a fucking port. I'm going to hack into an ATM. And if you manage to fucking no. find treasure that pumps out money, how about that? I'll make a port that does that for you. Just, Can ima- you make a just port imagine. For the NES? Just imagine somebody sitting in their kitchen in front of their fridge playing a video game on their goddamn fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, some like freaking like 13 year old boy kills them, starts teabagging them. <laughs> With actual um, TV, oh, yeah. they go um, the fridge. You will be able to just, if you die, keep your camera over your character. And uh, when your character dies, the all the fog in the world goes away, so you can see the entirety of the abyss you've been traveling down. Except for anything cool. below you. Oh, that's, that's So the fog will envelop I- above you in kind of like a blinding light. It's almost like the sun, but it's also peering through fog, so just sort of breaks everything around you and the lower the amount of things you can pay attention to is the um the more um the more fog will come in and well, kind if of you're like moving a shit ton know. but your character's like ability to pay attention to shit is dropping like significantly as you go deeper um one of the things that might happen is your character might lose the ability to focus on objects or if you're trying to force the camera to look at something while you're moving, maybe your character will trip and fall over. Because he okay. can't pay attention to the ground. Wait, hold on. Shit like so that. F- oh. So for like the entire You'll be game. able to control all this shit and make sure this shit doesn't happen. But you'll have to do some resource management based on what your character's... Uh, I guess I'll just call it sanity is. Oh, Lucio. So, like, will the entire Uh, game, will like the entire game, like, be surrounded by fog, kind of like a like Silent Hill or something? Yeah, there there will be a a coming and going fog that will enter areas and leave areas and come and go as your uh, your character's condition and as the game itself changes. Anyway, so anything else you want to share about this game? Um. Let's see. Need here. a little bit more. There's, supposed there's to be an no hour character show. creator. There's no character creator. You're forced to be Aww. a generic white man. <laughs> That's racist. At least you're aware. It's funny. 
I, I wanted to do it that way for a few reasons. For one, I don't want anybody to get attached to their character design just for themselves to die on, like, the first layer and then, like, look at their character that has their, like, exact face, dead body, just fucking sitting there when they I go to collect their own leaf. be, like, the most basic character creation, like, just, like, just, like, skin color, eye color, and hairstyle, and that's no, it. No, make it a me channel. Oh, God. You know what I could do? <laughs> I could just make it force you to be one shade of skin color. Or, or not not one, not everybody one, but, like, just force you to be a, a skin color that you don't get to choose. The main thing is I don't want people to choose their character because you don't get to choose who you are in real life. And this game is supposed to have a theme around life and death. Both. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I think it's a great idea. I'm sucking my own dick on a podcast. I don't give a fuck. That's an I'm smart. There are two <laughs> minors in this chat. <laughs> Me and Jason are both minors, Lucio. Wow, I thought you were high school students, not fucking minors. Damn, is it gold or gold? <laughs> That's what a minor is. A ain't, minor nothing is in this area. ain't nothing else in the U.S. But What's a student? Got him. Lucio out here doing inappropriate things in a chat with teenagers. <laughs> Cam- Cameron's new cellmate. <laughs> you just made someone real mad. <laughs> you don't even have to cut that out, Jason. I, I, don't, I don't care about calling okay. that anymore. <laughs> okay, so okay, anyway. So- let me try um, to think of some questions about your game. Yeah, so what, are, what are some other aspects to a game that I'm missing? I kind of gave the general gist of the setting, story, and gameplay mechanics. What else? Okay. Um, hey who, the support, who is the supporting cast? Does this guy have any family Ooh. or friends or, or like recurring enemies? Okay. So um, your character will be able to safely interact with any character right off the bat who is a normal human. They will be willing to talk with you and discuss with you, um, but you will not be able to control these interactions directly. This stuff will be based on what you do in between seeing characters. So how you do in combat against the hallucinations, who during the hallucinations you decide to team up with, for example. So let's say you're hallucinating three dudes fighting Okay, so um, Jason left early. I'm very upset yeah. with him. I'll, I'll have to That's yell okay. at him later. That's okay. It's not a big deal. So, um, for example, you you won't, so the only context you get to one of your hallucinations is you see two characters fighting one char- character. Just in your hallucination, two generic motherfuckers fighting one generic motherfucker. And he's obviously holding his own, and they're at a standoff, and nothing's going to happen unless you step in. So, you step in. Depending on who you choose, you will get a point towards the psychopathic side or the non-psychopathic side. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes and sense. that will be what determines how your character treats others. This game sounds really interesting. Like, I think I might...
I think I would legitimately like play, pay full price and play this game. Ooh. Well, I was thinking it would have with with all of the different mechanics on, on my and all of the different too, details. It would have to be. <laughs> it would absolutely one hundred percent have to be a AAA title. I don't think that there's a way to develop this in a non AAA setting. So that's sixty dollars up front, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like either sixty standard. or if it's Nintendo, maybe forty, maybe. This is a that's AAA title, but I'm still holding you to ma- talking to Sony and making a PlayStation Two port happen, even though. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be official if it's for if it's for an old console. I mean, I feel like if you're working with Sony and having a PS4 port, you might want to ask courtesy permission to make a PS2 port. Yeah, probably. They'll probably be like, oh, I don't know, fuck. Yeah, probably. We don't do anything with that anymore. Yeah, dude, do whatever you fucking want, dude. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, dude. <laughs> I just imagine all the PlayStation 3 fans just like sad because the 4 and the 2 has it, but not the 3. Only even PlayStations will get it. So we'll make a port when the yeah. 6 comes out, but no, <laughs> yeah. nothing for the 5. Not 1 or 3, just 2 and 4. Yeah, and then it'll just be on every Nintendo console. All of them. From the fucking Virtual Boy. <laughs> the NES! For the NES, the fucking Virtual Boy. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> make a Virtual Boy port. How about that? The uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, it would probably be really good in VR, honestly, because yeah, of the way it works. I asked that earlier, but it kind of got it kind of got uh, overshadowed. Talked over was would there be VR? There could pretty easily be a VR version of this because I mean all the all the information is just based on access access information like I said at the beginning of the like I said at the beginning of the episode it's PlayStation VR but you somehow end up in an actual larp and you didn't even know yeah basically honestly at a certain point you just sort of the, the point of the game is just just make the decisions that you think you would base not what you would think the game would be more fun as not what you think the game would be more interesting as Make the decisions that you think you would make because there's going to be no gameplay differences uh, based on your decisions. There'd be story differences, though, right? Yeah, there. I mean, characters will will react differently and all that, and I'm sure uh, there'll be let's. But what plays you're saying is your decisions types. don't affect anything because the same things will still happen. Yeah, the same events that that your character doesn't have anything to do with will still take place. So like okay, I don't well, know. There's a there's this one section where I always makes me deal with a kid having his father die. There's a scene where I wanted that to happen. Something. Where, and if the thing is, me and games if, is that when there's a game that's based on decision making, if your decisions don't matter, it pisses me off. Ah, uh, well, it's not about the they don't. It's not that they don't matter. They definitely change the the story, but they don't have any effect on the gameplay. You don't get any characters... You don't get locked out of any buildings, for example. Even if you do, you can always break in. Um. <laughs> when you choose to be a dick at a bar and you get banned? Yeah, basically. And that's basically what it is. Um, so like, like I was thinking of this game, scene... So I'm sure you could theoretically walk into a bar and be a dick. Yeah, um, so I was thinking of this scene where a father is dying and his son is trying to cope with it. And you have a choice then and there 
um, or you don't have a choice in that exact section what your character does, but they will do one of a few things. Either one, they will kill the father out of mercy because he's like got hyper cancer or some shit. Hyper abyss cancer. Can you kill, can you kill the kid out of mercy? <laughs> yes. That if you have somehow managed to get max <laughs> all the way down, you'll just immediately enter combat with them. I thought this was kind of going to be the a second game you game. enter the room, the kid senses that something is off and that something scary has showed up because people have that kind of sense about them. Okay. So, well, yeah. I was kind of thinking happens, this game would be the more kid will like... try to attack you and he'll do eight shit for damage. The, and right I was thinking there, this game would be more of like since you're a psychopath, you kind of have like more free decisions. Than you would in other games where like you could run into a person that you have no logical reason to kill and just kind of kill them yeah yeah exactly you can you can you have the ability to physically do anything possible in the game like you could be having a conversation with a child all <laughs> controls child are available to you regardless of of the location or anything this child could walk up to you and ask you where the grocery store is and you could kindly cut his head off. Store. You could kindly point him to the grocery store and then stab him in the back. Exactly. Steal <laughs> steal his fucking grocery money and keep walking. <laughs> Kick him off the fucking edge. Hey sir, I'm going to the grocery store to get my father some medicine. Uh can you <laughs> tell me where it is? My I, I'm only four. Yeah, sure, Kate, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be AC-17, though, at that point. I don't think you're allowed to kill yeah, kids in would. video games. Yeah, it, it, so if, if, if it did that. Have um, we decided on AC-17, I... then? <laughs> Wait, no, that's not true. There are games with kids getting can't... murdered in them that aren't in NC-17. Yeah, but I don't think you can directly kill kids. Kids can die, but I don't think you can directly kill yeah. them. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe just leading the kid to his death or something. I don't know. Like, accidentally. I mean, Quote-unquote, accidentally. Or just, per- you know what it would be? It would be purposefully giving the kid wrong information so he stops bugging you. Because he'd be annoying about it. I would purposefully make him annoying about it. So if you choose the method that makes him permanently go away by telling him the wrong directions, he just fucking dies. And you don't find out till like way later. But you see, I'm finding loopholes in your system because you're saying no matter where you are, you'll be able to physically do anything that the controls allow, which means any of the mechanics. Yeah. If you can stab anyone, you're able to stab a child. There would be uh, something in the in the setting that would interrupt it. How there would be something in the level that would interrupt it. It's not how GTA solves it, where they just don't make children. Like children do not exist in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um so in this case it would Wait a second. You can directly kill kids in fucking BioShock. Oh, okay. Well then yeah, it's fine then. I just thought yeah. that was a rule. If it's not then that's good. No, I think it's just like if it's like super brutal or something. I think it's just yeah, the, just... the I think the ratings are the ratings past MM honestly, unless there's porn, it's arbitrary. Just kebobbing a kid sure. isn't that brutal. Exactly. So, may, if if I had to follow any restrictions like that, 
I would let the level design be the thing that makes the difference of what you are and are not restricted from doing. Like, for example, the kid would like be like behind maybe you'd be a in, like, fucking fence maybe you'd or be something. Like you so can't th- get through. I was about to say, maybe you'd be in like so thin of like an alleyway that you didn't have room to like reach for your sword. Swing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or you only have the strength at that moment to punch him for some reason instead of actually stab him. So you can like hit him and then he'll run away into a spot you can't get to. I actually think child abuse might be worse than child murder. I don't remember. It might I be. feel like that. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it'll be any different for the ratings. Yeah, I don't think so either. Now that I've, I think it, it, it could that... it could be M, most likely. It's most likely going to be M, yeah. but I think that if I do the level design cleverly enough, it could easily be T. I I'd prefer M. I prefer more free free murder. <laughs> free murder. I also wanted to make all the gore actually realistic, like realistic physics in the gore, and you know. If you bludgeon somebody's head really fucking hard, let's say with the Warhammer, and they're in a helmet, they die, and then their body has, like, blood schnooting out of the fucking mouth and nose okay, for the there next aren't, ten I was about minutes. to say, there aren't guns in this game, or there's guns at the end, but what I was gonna ask, just yeah. theoretically under these mechanics, is if you were to get shot with a bullet, you would not be magically okay five seconds later. No. Any any wounds you like take, your character game. has to heal from properly, which means your character has to receive ban- receive some form of treatment for it, and then also, on top of the treatment, keep the wound physically safe from getting damaged further, and also, you have to have a uh, low stress on that particular area that got wounded. So, like, if you break your arm, you have to get a cast, you have to keep it on for a set amount of time. And now you're not able to climb. Uh-huh. So now I have to level design it to do other shit. Or you just have to survive the fucking area until you heal up. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of there, there's a lot of really clever shit I can do with the with the level design and with the characters and the mechanics that I think that this game would be phenomenal if I can actually get it made. So I think it's very safe to say with how much in-depth you've gone that you definitely, out of the first cycle of games presented on Ghost of Gaming Future, <laughs> I think you've won. I think you've won, Lucio. Ooh, did I now? I think I Do think I your win game my must- game getting published? <laughs> I think your game is much more creative and in-depth than Super Smash Bros. Duel and Zelda Broken Fates. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the compliment. Your guys' ideas were great. Don't shit on yourself, though. Yeah. I mean, you don't know much about Smash Bros. Duel because you didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> True. I mean, I listened to... I'm pretty sure I listened to at least 30 minutes of that podcast. Because I'm pretty sure you showed it to me, and you showed me the first episode, and you were like, "Hey, yeah, do you I want sent to, to you to show you what the show was." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So because, I'm pretty sure I watched yeah, a decent I mean, enough amount that I know. Because I needed, I wanted you to have a context for the show if you were going to replace Joey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a passion project I've been having 
on and off for about six years. This is my biggest one. And you just happen to name the general genre it's in, RPG. I so, think... Yeah. RPG first, roguelike, specifically. The first legitimate passion project I've had on the internet is the podcast I'm currently working on called the Pegasus League podcast, where I just invited all of my close friends to this big group chat. And we're going to do a monthly podcast. I wanted to invite you, but I felt like you probably wouldn't have the time. Yeah, probably not, unless whatever happens on it only takes place on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Most likely just Wednesdays, though. I was about to say, I didn't know you had Tuesdays available. That might make this podcast easier, but... I mean, I can technically have Tuesday evenings available, um, but it's kind of hard to work with because Tuesdays are my uh, first day of my weekend. Okay. Um, and yeah. I go to my girlfriend's on Monday nights, and I stay over Tuesday, and I usually stay overnight till till uh till Wednesday morning. Because so. the thing is, Jason is busy a lot of Wednesdays. He told me that's a that's a fucking too bad for him, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking, Are we just gonna uh, replace? Am I just gonna have to constantly replace co-hosts? Like by episode ten, the, by episode ten, the show is gonna be like, no episode, <laughs> episode ten is gonna be so far away that it's gonna be like a year from now, and it's gonna be fucking <laughs> me. It's gonna be like me and who's like the most random person I could think of, me, Patrick, and fucking Cameron. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! It, there it is. It's episode ten. It's the podcast right before Christmas. Because he's, you know, he's getting out just in time for Christmas, right? Do you know his release date? Yeah, he got se- he got sentenced to a specific amount of time on a specific day, so he's getting released early December, I believe, the third. Because unless I'm he gets very- let, out, let out early for uh, for good behavior or something. Okay, I'm hoping he contacts me when he gets out because I've got the perfect opening line. What is it? I gotta hear this. If he tries to contact me, the first thing I'm going to say is, are you sure you should be you should be DMing minors on the internet right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. By the way, speaking of psychopaths, I'm pretty sure that dude didn't even pedophile because he's a pedophile. I'm pretty sure he pedophiled because he's a horn dog and doesn't give a fuck whether it's a kid who gets him off or not. Was that who Cameron was? Was he a horn dog? Yes. Absolutely. I definitely need to talk to you after the show. But real quick, let's finish this up. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll edit that shit out. I don't want to have more connections to Cameron that publicly. Not, not, Not too many, at least. Not too ad- not too in depth. Oh shit! That might make the next thing harder. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, go on. Okay, so I want to think of at least one more question about this game because I am curious. Okay. Um, and I I've like come up weird. with a lot of ideas for this game. I feel like this is weirdly specific, and you probably don't have an answer. Who would the main character be voice acted by? I don't know why that's what I thought of. 
Um, one sec, let me look up his name. I always fucking forget. <laughs> Yuri Lowenthal, voice of Sasuke Uchiha. And like a million others. I don't know all of his credits. Oh, he played MCK would be voiced by David Hayter. The same guy who does Snake's voice. David Hayter. Oh, that's a good idea. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I I feel like he can he can get that gruff deep, but also like slight tremor in the voice I feel would be necessary to have a character who not only doesn't understand emotion but is experiencing a terrifying amount of the worst emotions at the same time as they are not understanding it. That's the whole point of this. I want it to be... I want the the story to basically be a psychopath learns to emote. (laughs) Or learns what emotions are. Or experiences awful emotions. So real quick, off topic, I have a question for you. Are you a Naruto fan? I used to watch Naruto as a kid. I've watched the entire first part, and one of my favorite characters of all time is still Haku, the the boy girl from yeah, fucking the first I, I do season. Like, I do like him. I do like Haku. But did you ever... Uh, you would have been a teenager, I think, when this first came out, so I doubt it. But have you ever watched the show Lab Rats? Um, I think I've seen one or two episodes. Um, you remember Principal Perry? I don't think so. She's like this fat, like mean principal, and she's a character in Lab Rats. And I found out that Naruto is voiced by her, and I can't, I can't deal with it. <laughs> now I can't stop visualizing Principal Perry when I watch Naruto. Oh, Lab Rats! I looked it up. Yeah, I've seen that show before. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking principal is voiced by Naruto? <laughs> well, she's played by the voice of Naruto, yes. Oh, fuck. I can't fucking believe the principal is literally Naruto. <laughs> It's so funny, like, I remember first time seeing her talk about Naruto on YouTube, and that was even, like, a bigger realization. Like, it was this funny interview where they asked her what she's going to do when Naruto ends, and she's like, it's going to end? I have bills to pay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Uh, I thought of another mechanic I forgot about. I forgot to tell you guys about. Go ahead. There is a leverage mechanic. Ooh, tell me more. Okay, so let's say you're holding a pole hammer, which has about a Uh two-pound weight on the end of a uh, seven to eight foot long stick, pole hammer. And I don't know if you've ever held something that has a two pound weight on the end of a stick, but it feels way heavier when you're holding it by the opposite end. Yeah. So because of that, I want to make it so that uh, the character can lose control of their weapon by mishandling it. Ooh. And it's going to be on a weapon-by-weapon basis. It's going to be figured out by the physics engine. And if 
your grip force, which you can level up, by the way. There will be leveling up in this, but it's going to be done through usage. Kind of like Oblivion, but not shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so, for example, you can walk around the world just like having your character train his grip by, by occasionally grab or clicking on the right thumbstick. Stuff like that. Or the left thumbstick and the right thumbstick at the same time. And your character will grip his weapon or he'll drop it. Or you can throw it. Everything is just solved directly by the physics engine. Oh, that's that's really interesting. I'm. I really hope this does become a thing someday because this is really interesting. Thank you. I might send this podcast to somebody who, uh, or maybe not this podcast, but I might use part of the transcript for this podcast <laughs> and send it to a video <laughs> game developer as a. Uh, solicit them and ask them, hey, can I send video game ideas to you guys and you just hire me as a creative lead if you like it? And, you know, see what they think. Listen listen to this hour and a half podcast I did with two teenagers about my video game idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would just, like, write down everything for once in my fucking life instead of just remembering it. <laughs> you wouldn't want to write um, it down so you just, like, cut out like clips from the video, but it'd just, <laughs> just the clips of me talking. <laughs> no, but it'd just be beyond your control. Like every once in a while, you'd be talking about something real important, and me and Jason would be saying stupid shit in the background. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that's it for the game. I think that's All it right, for, so, for my grinder's quest. I feel like there's more to the end than how much we would buy it for, but I didn't. I don't remember. We did this the last time we did this. Um, was let's see here. I personally would buy my own game for anywhere between <laughs> forty and sixty. Um, Eighty if it has badass DLC if it comes with it, um, but it would have to be really badass. Like um, I don't know, a fucking your character starts off with a fancy house that makes it easier to. Uh, to fucking keep your shit held. I don't know, between characters. So the roguelike thing isn't as bad. I don't know, something like that. For a Honestly, DLC this, you know, this game sounds so interesting that I'd probably buy it for whatever is charged for it, unless it's completely exorbitant. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good sound right there. Thank you. Appreciate the compliment. Appreciate it. $100 up front. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now, like ten years I'll give, before the game. I'll give you a, okay, give me a hundred bucks. I'll give you an Amazon sword and a fucking one thousand milligram weed edible. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you die and you have a sword. That's what the game is. It's basically Dark Souls, but with uh, more tight controls. Lucio, you are again treading the legal line, offering weed edibles to a minor who lives in a state where <laughs> weed is not legal recreationally. I would like to note that I am not offering this legitimately towards any FBI agents or other law enforcement agents that may be listening. Thank you. <laughs> One of the four people who listens to this podcast is an FBI agent. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck. I was going to get him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cold.
Solo Chew. Watch, one of your FBI followers. Agent? One of your fucking followers is just gonna change their their name on YouTube to Federal Bureau of Investigation. They're just gonna <laughs> type the word "fuck" in the comments. <laughs> All right, so that is it for Grinder's Quest or Grinder's Journey. If you have any uh, other questions, I'm more than willing to answer. If not. Then uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's it. I think this episode has been at least an hour, if not longer. So. Oh yeah, it's I'm definitely satisfied. been uh, been longer. So yeah, I just realized it's fucking like almost six o'clock for you, and it's almost nine o'clock for me. Fucking time zones, man. Yeah, it's uh, five fifty-seven here. It's been about an hour and a half since we started, I believe. So. Not bad. Alrighty, Not bad so, at all. Yep, Jason's no longer with us, unfortunately. Uh, J- uh, Lucio, you have anything you want? By the plug? way, um, yeah. I'm probably going to be uh, opening a Discord for the Side Trackers podcast, which will be coming soon. By the way, um, if you're listening, which, to Side yeah, Trackers yeah, I'm podcast. On that one too, guys. Can I do an in-depth plug on it, or go ahead? Okay, so Side Trackers podcast is going to be based around. Um, literally any subject, but the point is we have interesting conversations with people who have or have led interesting lives and have crazy and interesting stories to tell. It'd be cool um, if we could pull actual popular people on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I could probably get rags, YouTuber rags on here. I, uh, Were you talking about uh, Creeps McPasta or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could, I could get Mr. Creepypasta probably if I really pushed it. Um, it's kind of hard. He's really busy nowadays. Not like when we were younger, but uh, yeah, I was his one of his first hundred subs. You know that <laughs> he get famous Pokemon podcaster Cameron Johns. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Okay, that has to be removed. You can't have the last name in there. Everybody knows Cameron's last name is Johns. He's revealed it on his own podcast. Yeah, but don't put it on this one just to protect yourself. Trust me. Okay. Just so, in case, because he is—he stu- was studying law at college with me. So, at the same so college. Cameron's going to sue me, is what you're saying? It's—it's uh, it's quite possible. Then again, he was going into criminal law, so I don't know. Who fucking knows, man? Anyway, uh, Side Trackers is going to be a guest-based yeah, podcast, interview-based. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, not only myself. Um, for side trackers science and side trackers work and labor, um, I'm going to be hosting that. I want uh, Pegasus here to help host whatever he can come up with for the show. We would definitely I want mean, to co-host I, side trackers side games main together. Show, right? Two. I'm going to be in the main uh, show as well. Yeah. Um, as long as we get an online interview, yeah, you can be in it. That's the only. What did you just say about what? What show are you talking about, Lucio? You said something that I didn't hear. Oh, and uh, there's one other show that's going to be on with my mother, a five star chef, Side Trackers Culinary. So, so she'll be the one doing the interviews for that. I'm supposed to think of a show concept, and I'm having trouble. Um, I, it's just basically make it a general genre, like we have games. Especially since games you told me I might have to do this solo, and solo podcasts are the worst for me. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's not it's not too bad. It's not too bad once you uh, once you uh, kind of get the concept because we the 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 system the side tracker system will take care of the conversation for you. You'll you'll see what I mean the once you conversation we with myself. No, it won't be true solo. You'll have a guest always. It'll never oh, be okay. true solo. Literally, just you by yourself. Never that. Because I remember but asking, I mean, like, solo host versus on guest. Huh? I thought I was going to be alone. I remember just like being like through DMs, like you were like, maybe do this alone. Can I get like Jinji oh. on this or something? <laughs> no, it won't be like that, man. Um, so for side trackers right. games, we definitely want to share stuff, but I kind of want to let you be the main host for side trackers gaming, honestly, because I'm going to be way more to do busy. another gaming podcast. I mean, if you want it to be that, it doesn't have to be. I mean, that's fine. But, um, that's fine. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, rip Jinji. <laughs> I'm going to host another <laughs> video game podcast now. Fuck you, Jinji, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jinji Ito looking ass. All right, you have anything else you have to say about Side Trackers? Uh, yeah, just uh, subscribe to Side Trackers podcast on YouTube. First video will be up hopefully within two weeks. Um, and follow Side Trackers. That's at, at S I D E T R A C K E R Z on Twitter. And uh, probably TikTok too. I don't know if I'm What's getting. What's funny make is I have to do shit. Not. I have to do shit with Lucio late Wednesday nights, which means any recording, we are subject to my mother potentially being in a bad mood and telling me to go to bed. Rip. The adventures of being a minor. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for me. That's it for the plug. All right. So Riley? as for me, I have a couple. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I have a couple things to plug. Um, I was almost about to plug Pixels Media. I realized this is like the only podcast I'm on that's not part of that. <laughs> um, as for me, I'm on Twitter at Pegasus the Game One. I'm on YouTube at Pegasus the Gamer, which you guys know that's the channel this show is on. And uh, I have a couple other podcasts. I work with Pixels Media, which has the shows Pixels Polygons and Fun. And Pokemon Variety Hour, both of which can be found anywhere podcasts are found. I also have a YouTube exclusive podcast with Pixels Media called Poka Survivor, which can be found on the YouTube channel Pixels Polygons and Fun, which is a competitive elimination lock challenge I do with my buddy Patrick. And um, uh, also yeah. follow uh, NRCS We Trust on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want some bonus content from me, it wouldn't hurt to go back and listen to that yeah, show. It's not a bad show. It's not too bad, but the logo was trash. The logo that Cameron made or the logo that I made? Yes. Wow, thanks, Lucio. <laughs> the logo he made was trash. Just combining all the letters into a single line is so fucking lazy. You didn't even Photoshop. What about anything? my logo? The one with the with the one with the mountain and the Pokemon. It was all right for a minor. It was all right for somebody who doesn't have a degree in graphic design, or is not in college. <laughs> it was all right for somebody who doesn't have a high school diploma. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. And made it in his fucking digital design three class when he wasn't doing it his work <laughs> like he was supposed to. <laughs> Alright. So I think that's it. So yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for listening to Ghost of Gaming Future. I've been Riley. This is Lucio. You, you, you said it right this time. You didn't say a real name that you didn't want people to know. Yeah. I'm honestly probably going to have to switch to the real name here uh, here, here, pretty soon. Um, I'm, I'm going to use it you're, for you're uh, side trackers. So. I mean, me and Jason go by our real names on the show, so you can just start. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll just start. Uh, subscribe yeah, to me, do the Daniel. Again, then. I've, I've been Riley. I said it. It's Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Sorry, start it again, Riley. <laughs> I've been Riley. This is Daniel. And we'll see you guys next time. Can you do me a solid and do the Craig command? Because I can't type while I'm in voice. What Craig command? You have to type colon Craig colon comma leave. <laughs>